The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Wednesday, Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. Uh-huh. Let's ride. Uh-huh. Heckma Harrison uh-huh. is in the house. Yeah. Barry Church, former Cowboy Saints, yeah. in the house. I mm-hmm. merely... Newey Scruggs. All right, 45 minutes of Dallas Cowboys talk here as they get ready to face the Green Bay Packers mm. at Lambeau Field at 3.25 p.m. Central Standard Time. Fox is going to have the game. Okay. How you game. love that? Mm. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so different when you think about the number one team now. It's, it's Kevin Burkhalter and uh, Greg Olson. No longer Joe Buck and Troy. They're Monday doing uh, Monday yeah. Night Football. Okay. You also hear the game on 105.3 The Fan uh, locally here. Then, of course, Compass Media has got the national broadcast with Kevin Ray and former quarterback number 11, Danny White. Oh, okay. Okay, hey, D. White. Let's uh, let's dive up into this uh, matchup here. Aaron Rodgers struggled mm. against the Detroit Lions with three picks. Mm. So I am anticipating Aaron is going to correct those issues. Better believe it. Mm. And they'll be back at home. They've lost five straight. They're hearing the natives be restless. Uh, they're not a good team right now. And what better way to try and make life a little bit easier on yourself than to beat the Dallas Cowboys? At your place, the Cowboys have um, lost six of the last seven meetings against the That's Green crazy. Packers. Yeah, I was part of that dub, though. You know, I was part of that dub in 16. Yeah, I was going to say, mm-hmm. it's uh, 30 to 16. <laughs> going out like that. <laughs> at Lambeau Field. I was going 16. out like that. <laughs> that boy ain't going to let no dirt be thrown on his uh, name. Period. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I, was, I, I got a dub. <laughs> you lie. I bet you a lie. <laughs> What's happening? Romo quarterback in that day? No, nah, it, was, it was a young Dak. Young Dak right, Prescott. 16, 16. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Troy did the game. Okay, so Troy did the game. They put Brett Favre in the studio that day. Uh-huh. And that was when they were winning. They are like, yeah, you can't take him out. Because it was still that question about, mm-hmm. all right, Tony. when Tony comes back, you know, Dak's going and to. And they, that was, that, I remember clearly. It was Aikman, Favre, in the booth, can't do it. Then they went to Jimmy Johnson at halftime, and Jimmy's like, you can't make the change. Mm-mm. And after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was the one where it's like, you know. It's just, a wrap. Right? It's a wrap. Put a right. bow on that thing. That was the first time we got a dub there in a minute. It was a minute. And then he came in there, and he did his thing. So you, you couldn't take the man out after that. Zeke did his thing. He did. He balled out. Yeah. And then the Pittsburgh game. Oh, yeah, that, that was a staple. The Pittsburgh game. I staple. mean, those two games, right? You're like, that was it. And then Romo never spoke to us in the media ever again. Ever since that day. Huh? Well, he was already hurt, so he wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. But then, eventually, Garrett gave Dak the job. And then Romo came out with that old crazy talk. Mm-hmm. He gave. There was a lot of backstory to that. I'll tell yeah, that off air. Exactly. <laughs> a whole lot of backstory to that. So, so he, he conceded defeat. Yeah. He conceded defeat. But he never spoke to the media. And so there were a couple times after a game, as Tony was the backup, that we were waiting to talk to him. And he was like, nope, not talking. He had he had Andy get his stuff and leave. And he's like, Young then Andy. one day he just looked at him, He's like, I'm not talking. The hindsight being 2020, guys, you look at the way that the, the franchise handled that whole Tony Dak deal. Do you think they did it right? 
Or do you think that Tony now looking at where Dak is right now, do you do you feel as though that would have been a better better suited to have allowed a healthy Romo to come back, finish that season off, and then allow for Dak to mature to that degree. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Now I'm just saying, you know, revisionist history here. I, I liked how they handled it. You yeah. know, I like how they handled it. Um, like I said, there was a lot of internal um, battles. I'll just put it like that. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, you know, didn't escape the locker room. But he was in the locker room saying, "Hell uh, no!" Nah. I was going back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh you love the drum. Oh, you know I love that messiness. I'm like, hey, the man led us, you know, to a couple of victories. I know. Yeah, it went back and forth, and I was just witnessing it all, just you know, eating my popcorn, just like, man, this is outstanding. Have to tell you about the Christmas party. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that on the air. We'll oh, I was at the Christmas, Christmas party. I don't, no, mm. I would, I don't know. That was, that was vicious. That was vicious. But, you know, you make that bed, you got to lay in it at the end of the day. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave oh, it no, when this, when these mics go down, I don't know. I have heard through back channels that mm-hmm. there was a discussion by one person who said, let Romo play in the Green Bay game in the playoffs. Oof. Mm. Yeah, nah. It was I will say this, though. When it came— By that one person who was overruled. And Dak Prescott, by the way, after they started super slow, blame the head coach, um, got going. And and he he went toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers, but you know I mean was it third twenty five or third twenty six? Oh, no, that was that was that was defensively we were we were trash yeah, in that yeah, game. So it, like, it, we I was, was on the sidelines when Cook caught yeah, that. We, but, was, we but, was trash defensively that but, game. Yeah, but but Dak Prescott did everything you wanted a quarterback to do in that game against uh, Aaron Rodgers. It, it was he was really good that day. But um, yeah, man. I ain't gonna say he was outstanding that day. Yeah, go check Dak. Him, yeah, three hundred yards pass. He was really good. Yeah, it was a lot of garbage time too. Because it looked like, you know, he didn't have the ball the whole first half. He threw some interceptions in there, too. We ain't going to sit there and act like hey, he look, was the just, team you know. Wasn't ready. <laughs> the team wasn't ready to play. The team was not ready. I will give you that. Hey, coach, I will be ready to go. But, but when it see, got going, see, here we got go. going. <laughs> did, did I lie? I did lie. See, I did lie. See. Why, can't you, why can't you ever admit? To, hey, reason we was why, young. It's the reason why your man is sitting in the booth. We was young. It's the reason why he's coming out that move. booth next year, though. I said he was. I number one, I said he would be good in the booth, didn't I? You you did say I you gave he, him credit. He, he would be good in the booth, and he'll come out of the booth because he's going to be good in the booth, and he'll that's be good on that, the field too. That's how, see, yeah, yeah, see, see, see how you see how you do my man. How, how do we know? What you mean? How we know? How do we know? He's going to be good, man. He's going to be good coming out of there. He's going to be right. Give him a good opportunity. He'll be right. He'll turn around this Colts team. I tell you that much. He will. Inside, inside trading. Inside <laughs> trader knowledge going on right here on the Players Lounge. BC with the mess. Messy, messy. <laughs> the news Speaking, you can't lose. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah. you what, man. Speaking of the current Cowboys. <laughs> I like Green it. Bay, I like it. This Green Bay offense. Mm. They don't have a real weapon that you're worried about on the outside. If you've got to win in this league, you gotta have a you gotta have a good receiver. They don't have one. Um Alan Lazard is a guy. Sammy Watkins is a guy who's undependable. You saw Aaron Rodgers look on that final play in the end zone. He throws it there. He th- the ball goes left. Watkins is right, and Aaron Rodgers got his hands out. So that that told me, okay, uh, they they were there was some miscommunication there. But, but Barry, uh, having played, tell me, 
How does an offense that's been struggling, how do they go into a game like this, knowing, oh, by the way, this is the national TV game. This, this is the Fox game of the week. Mm-hmm. Everybody's watching this one. Everybody's watching. So, so what you say? How's, how's Green Bay going to be able to turn yes. around how, how, do, how do you go into a week? You know, we've lost five straight. The offense isn't good. There's problems around here. But here come the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. And you know Mike McCarthy not trying to come up in here lose. No, no, no. He ain't going to And there's no way, in, in my mind at least, that he's going to lose this game. I mean, he got too much going with him. But when you talk about Green Bay and how they turn things around offensively, I think it starts with that offensive line. You know, I think they've got to get more continuity on there. And I don't know how you do it. You know, I don't know how you go out there and make this unit a lot better than it has been these past couple games. But they got to figure out a way to protect Aaron Rodgers. And against this Dallas front seven, that's going to be a hard thing to do. Um, one, that's one. And then the other thing, you got to establish the run game. You got two solid backs back there. You got Aaron Jones. You got Dylan, if Jones is able to play. Those two combined, they're kind of like a Zeke and Parla, kind of like a Thunder-Lightning situation. And you got to play to that strength. I know... Aaron Rodgers is is who he is. He, you know, he's MVP, back-to-back MVPs, and he thinks he can put this whole thing on his shoulders and go out there and get the dub himself. But he, he can't do that. He just doesn't have the people around him to be able to go out there and just get a dub by himself. They got to lean on that ground game for in, in some instances. And when you go out there and you make passes, make, make it simple for the guys out there. You know, there's a lot of complex roster trying to run out there and try to confuse the defense. Don't do all that, man. Just keep it simple. Lean on your ground game and throw the ball when you need to. Now, that's a lot easier said than done going against this defense, but they're going to have to do that if they want even a slightest bit of chance to be productive against this Cowboys defense. You know, this this Green Bay team is missing Devontae Adams. Let's just call it what it is. That's where where the rubber meets the road. And I think that – Man, if you if I was a betting man, I would have bet that Tariq Hill would have been the most frustrated man in the NFL at the beginning of the season because of his not being able to be on the same page with Tua. But Devontae Adams has got to be ticked off right now. Mm. You know, leaving Green Bay. And, and trust me, A-Rod is pissed off too because he feels like, man, I should have made the call. Somebody should have, you know, in a relationship where somebody should have made the call, somebody should have picked up the phone and said, look, dog, let's work this out. Mm. Let's find out. You see guys in the NBA do it all the time, recruiting other guys or, or just saying, look, dog, I don't want you to leave the team. That These are t- the connection that they had. And I think that Aaron Rodgers, was, what makes him so dynamic is his ability to throw guys open. Mm. That is a trait in the, in the NFL that I don't think is un- unsung. Like, a lot of people don't talk about it enough. You see the top-tier quarterbacks be able to do it. The bottom-tier guys, they just they're throwing in the area. Buck is trying to find it. But when you see a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and you can't take that away from him, dog. He's still one of the greatest to ever do it. I don't care what nobody say. Mm-hmm. He has an arm that only God had, has given him the way that he throws the ball. But this offense, I think, doesn't have any real rhythm to it at all because those plays, like you saw him with Sammy Watkins in the miscommunication, that's mm-hmm. all it is. And they have no rhythm together. They do a lot with their – I think what's going, to, what's going to be the challenge for them in the pursuit of this Dallas defense is they play a lot with their tight ends. They're tight – they ask a lot for guys like Mercedes Lewis who's – I mean – You're 75. Like, <laughs> that's my dog, though, but he's been playing for a long time. I man. mean, but you know what? He still, he still has the ability. He understands yeah. spacing. He's a savvy veteran, so you can't take him for a joke. But at the same time, they ask these guys to do a ton of blocking, uh, a lot of misdirection stuff. Uh, they want to do the tight and screens and things like that. And I just think that when you come up against a Dallas defense as fast as these guys are, man, Aaron Rodgers is not going to have a lot of time to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like what you said about the, the running game. A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones, man, they work together in concert. But when you got one of them, 
It's, without the other one, it's different yeah. from Zeke and Tony Pollard. Like, they really work well together. And and you and D-Mac was talking about how you get one guy that's like the battering ram and then another guy comes in that's like, like that that whole – the way that they work in concert together, I think it works so much better for Green Bay. But if it's just one over the other, I, mm-hmm. it's just there's just no good like that. But, you know, for this defense, for me, I'm sure Micah – and the chainsaws uh, are ready to go to Lambeau, and, and they're ready to do that thing because this is an opportunity for this defense to really exact that dominance over a team that really is just man, they just waiting to go. When you look at you know Green Bay offensively, I said Aaron Rodgers, like who who really scares you? I mean, you look at this wide receiver room; it's led by you know Alan Lazard, who yep. he's a he's a good receiver. He's a complimentary piece. He's not that guy though. You know, and I, don't, I just don't see Sammy Watkins. Maybe if it was eight years ago, he could be that guy, but not right now. And then you talk about Tunyon and all those other guys. To me, they just don't have the weapons outside to get any separation. Like, at least here, we got one guy that can do it consistently, and that's C.D. Lamb. Over there, I just don't see anybody that can consistently get open or Aaron Rodgers can throw open, too. I think these guys are blanketed out there. And like you said, when you don't got guys that can get open immediately – you have to wait more and more time in that pocket. That gives time for Dan Quinn and, you know, D-Law, Michael Parsons, all those guys to get after you. So, right now, it's looking real bleak for Green Bay. But they do got that guy, Aaron Rodgers, who's eaten on the Cowboys these past couple years. So, maybe he can pull something out of his hat. Devontae Adams, want, he said the Packers offered him more money to stay and that he wanted to go play with his friend, Derek Carr, and he also felt that there was some uncertainty of the situation with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, so he didn't want to. He didn't want. That's a mistake, Newey. Oh, oh, I'm just. I'm just no, no, I know. I, I know I'm you're just, pointing I'm out. Just, he, I'm just that, you, yeah, yeah. he made a mistake. He you did. know, Devontae Adams. If it was more money in Green Bay, he should have stayed his behind because you could. He they struggling. The Raiders are struggling, man. That him and Carr have nothing. Whatever they had in college, they Dang have it. no longer. Is gone. <laughs> and I mean, Derek Carr may be gone at the end of the season just by the mm-hmm. way that he's playing. And that's that's unfortunate because now they're trying to force feed Devontae Adams. And you look at Devontae in this Green Bay offense and the way that he worked with Aaron. I mean, come on, dog. It was he phenomenal. was phenomenal. I mean, double team, triple team. Didn't matter if it was cover two zone, whatever. You, however, you was trying to cover this dude, they had that kind of connection with one another, like ESP. They knew where he knew where he was going to be. He knew whatever coverage it was going to be. They worked together well. And but when you look at it, you know during that whole offseason, you know Aaron Rodgers got to have some blame in this because he was the one talking about you know I don't know if I want to come back. Yep. I'm over here in Hiawaska and I'm doing this that and the third. Like I, I, I I'm high as a kite. You know I don't know. I may be back. I may not be back. And you know so I don't blame Devontae for saying you know what I got to get something stable out here. But like you said, now looking back, oh that was a mistake. DC, if I, if all my if all my accolades come from being with you, I'm not about to stop. Oh you know what. I can go over here. No, man. Like, come on, man. What made you think that you that good by yourself, bro? <laughs> Ego. Not for sure. I mean, yeah. that's 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 athletics, man. That's athletics. That's professional sports. And and people uh, you know, some people say, okay, you wanna you wanna give him all the let me go over here and I'll show you. I mean, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know, Belichick could have could have had him stay. I mean, I love when Roger Staubach talked about, "Hey, I, I tried one last time to see if, if if Tom wanted to keep me. Can I call the plays?" Yeah. Hey, Roger, we'll go miss you. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. He wouldn't do it. So, so you know, people have these points of what they wanted, and 
Um, he, he had his reasons, man. I mean, dude, Kobe got Shaq traded. You know, I mean, this is this is it's crazy. This is the world. It's a cold we live world. In. It's man. a cold world we live cold in, man. World. You know, there's a point where people say, eh, this isn't for me anymore." Or, or have a lot of people been wrong? Oh yeah. No, I mean, that's a great analogy of of great players, guys. I mean, Kobe Shaq. I mean, the the Mount Rushmore in basketball, mm-hmm. arguably two of the greatest guys that came in that Shaq still won a championship without him. Kobe still won a championship without him. Uh, Tom Brady goes to he won he won a, t- a championship without Belichick. Belichick has yet to win one without him. Uh, but the, still, their greatness together. Mm-hmm. Somebody should have got on the phone, like for real. Devontae Adams should have made the call before he decided. I understand Las Vegas, yo, this is a greatest attraction, but dog, people are playing play. People play this game for championships. Mm-hmm. They want to be remembered by this game. Yeah, you get all the money in the world, dog. You're just another rich brother out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But dude, will the game rem- will they miss me, dog? Will they miss me? <laughs> if I lead the if game, lead will they miss me? <laughs> Come on, tell the people. You know, that's what you do it for, baby. <laughs> Many people make these games, yeah. and, and and I just think of everyday life. I can't tell you how many people I have worked with in my 22 years at the TV station who wanted to leave and go to greener pastures, and how and a large percent of them wish they'd stayed. Which is also one reason why I say it. I watched enough people around me decide that they needed to go chase this or go get a brass ring over there that I kind of just yeah, let me just stay mm-hmm. and just just keep working this thing out. But the this is human nature, heck. Yeah, well, what I mean, we're seeing I on display is human nature. I think I can do this, that, and and then whatever else is we you know whatever else was under the surface that we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. That if you go ask Adams or a couple other folks, they're like, mm. I mean, Randy. I remember Randy Moss leaving New England. You know, Randy was wanted more money, and and then he left, and and then he regretted leaving. Um, wish he had changed things around here. This this is. This is what it is, man. We, we see it all the time, man. I mean, Mark, Mark Cuban letting Steve Nash walk out the door. You win some, you lose some. Look at Tyreek Hill. He left from, from Kansas City. Everybody thought he was tripping. Went over to in Miami. He might get the MVP. You it, know, so. I mean, hey, that, there's something to be said about that move. Like I said, dog, if I was a betting man, I would have bet that Tariq Hill would have had a went Chernobyl. Like there was a blow up waiting for him on the sideline. It didn't happen. Mm-mm. Things are starting to mature. That offense is rolling to it. Looks like. I mean, he's found his arm, found his rhythm. We're not even talking about concussion tour no more. Oh, I mean, man. just by the way that the things are rolling with these guys. So I mean, you know why? Call that back. You know why? No, no, no. I ain't. <laughs> you know why? Everybody, everybody, everybody got soul, soul brother, soul brother coach. I got that. Soul brother coach. You know? Soul brother coach. Got them all straight. Hey, my everybody boy. straight, Miami. Oh, boy, you know? Man, you know everybody <laughs> thought that boy was punch drunk, man. Yeah. He was. <laughs> thought that man was out of here. Yeah, we gonna take a break on that right now. Uh, <laughs> players last brought you by Tostitos on uh, DallasCowboys.com radio. With Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. 
After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, Back to the Players' Lounge. Get cozy and join us at the Star for the most festive movie night yet. Movie Nights at the Star, presented by Monument Realty, features a Christmas classic, Elf. The show is free and open to the public and begins at 7 p.m. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pull up your lawn chair, roll on out there, get some, some hot cocoa. Get some Elf. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Bomb. He's Heckma Harrison, Barry Church on New York Scruggs. Cowboy Locker Room opened up at 1.30 here. Um, we'll dive into that at the top of the hour, 3 o'clock in Medium Ash, about just kind of what we're hearing out there. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Mike McCarthy not ready to declare you know, anything but to say, you know, it's going through the – Going through everything, he's like, hey, I talked to Zeke. Zeke says he's ready to go. He's like, the medical team is going to tell me exactly what, what what needs to happen there. I go back to our conversation we had yesterday here on the Players' Lounge. Considering that you've got Minnesota next week at Minnesota, Minnesota is going to f- take on Buffalo. Vegas has the Bills' favorite to win the game. We saw the Bills last week with an embarrassing loss to the mm. Jets. I'm expecting the Bills. I picked the Bills to win this game. Okay. That means Minnesota 7-2. Cowboys handle their business in Green Bay, 7-2. Mm-hmm. Minnesota next week. It's a big game. That is a big game. That is a that is, is that was that's the second biggest game on the schedule left for the Cowboys, with the Eagles being number one on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, in my opinion. Do you need to play Zeke this week? <clears throat> Do you want to have Zeke ready to go up there in Minnesota so you can hit him with the the 2021 combination? Just a thought. You know, I don't. I, you know, right now, unless this man is a hundred percent, unless mm-hmm. he's like, you know what, I am good to go. I say relax a little bit. You know, like we talk about on this show all the time. This is a long season. 
a very long season. And Mike McCarthy even says it. We need all our troops for that back half, that back stretch. So why rush the man back? That's if three weeks of rest. Three, that's three, that's three weeks, weeks of rest. And, it's, you know, if he's ailing in any type of way, I'm talking about any type of half feels a little twingy here, don't let him warrior it out. Because knowing Zeke being an old teammate of his, he's going to put that pain in the back of his head and he's going to go out there for his team and do what he can for his team. You're going to have to take that away from him. You're going to have to tell that man, look, man, if you, we know you go out there and you'll go through a wall for this squad, but we need you later on in the season. We need top Zeke. In week 17 and playoffs, wild card. That's when we need performing Zeke. We don't need it right now, especially against a Green Bay team that's struggling. Not only do I think they can get the win without him, but like you said, it gives them an extra couple weeks of rest and being able to get that longevity that this team needs. So for me, I'm telling them, hey, take a little breather. And, and, and heck, Mike talked about this point of emphasis to the press conference. They got three, they got three games coming up in the next 12 days. That's another reason. No, and, and you know what? For me – Church, I, I agree, and I think there was a contingent of people last season when they found out about the PCL injury mm-hmm. that said, hey, if he's out there compromising anyway, we need to rest him. And then Zeke was like, nah, I, I'm going to go. Still rush for 1,000 yards, but people still don't re- respect that 1,000 mm-hmm. uh, because of the way that he got it, whatever. 17 games, ah, you know. <laughs> and there's so much – I guess there's so much backroom chatter about who Zeke is in comparison to what he was in his first season. And I think that that – is something that may be playing in the back of his head, knowing that his future may be on the line. You know so he hears it. He, yeah, of course, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then you, like, playing in the NFL, like, what is the percentage of guys that are playing hurt right now? Oh, a lot. <laughs> like, everybody's dinged up in Every, some form of in fashion. Some form ain't, nobody, of, ain't nobody 100%. And, and so I think he has dealt with that. He's dealing with that as well. Look, the success that they're having on the on the ground and the success that Tony Pollard is having is long overdue. He's ready for it. He's not ready. He's not the workhorse back. He's not going to carry the ball 25 times. Just forget about it. Mm-hmm. I think Malik Davis comes in and he did a really good job last week versus uh, versus Chicago. And if you could rest him up for just exactly what you just said for those. November, December. Mm-hmm. This is a team that is reeled in December. You, I think you talked about that the other day. Like, December used to be a big thing around here. Yeah. That's kind of taking the back seat because now we've been able to find a running game. We've found some success uh, in those months. I want Zeke to be at his, at his top uh, ability to not only be uh, in, in pass pro, but also the, those short yardage uh, situations that we've needed him for. And he was, man, before this knee injury, he was getting close to breaking off that run, that signature run. We had a game where we were going, hey, yo, Zeke's starting to look like, oh, Zeke, and then he has this knee injury. Mm-hmm. So, look, man, I, I'm, I'm kind of I, – I look, I'm on the fence, really. I really am on the fence about it because I want Zeke to get his due because I know at the end of the year – People are going to forget about all the tough man stuff and just talk about, oh, well, you know, you can go with Tony Pollard. You don't really even need Zeke. So I want him to get his due while he can. I just think this, and obviously I'm, every coach would slap me for saying this, but you do your part, you should win in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. This game against Minnesota, it's big. It's huge. This is big. Potential two seven and two teams going there if if the Bills beat the Vikings this week and the Cowboys win against Green Bay, monster game. As you get ready to go, I mean, think about it. so you got Green Bay, you got Minnesota, then you got that Thanksgiving Day game against the Giants. Um, these are all three winnable games. They'll be favored in at least two of the three. Mm-hmm. The minute being there in Minnesota, we'll we'll see how that goes. But 
if the Cowboys want to continue to to have their name in the conversation and people talking about, you know, being a real contender here, this is a great opportunity to start to separate yourself from the pack. That's what November football is. You know it. You oh, play yeah. it. This is, this is where we start to say, hey, man, these guys over here, and these guys, they're, they're – that's a whole different, they're whole different level play. Yeah, it separates the contenders from the pretenders, and I don't think people realize how much rest can do for the body out there. Because when with Zeke, I mean, I understand he's going in Sundays, he's getting hit left and right, but even throughout that entire week of practice, you're putting a lot of poundage on those legs, the cuts, the runs. They're not hitting as much as they were, yeah. but you're still running, you're still cutting, you're still putting pressure on those joints out there. If he's able to rest and get the proper rest and, and rehab that he's able to get throughout these next couple weeks, I think it'll prove huge dividends for him later on in the season. I think schematically, though, when you think about Green Bay defensively, and I know we hadn't talked about this, but they play a, they mix it up. I mean, they're very diverse mm-hmm. on defense, but they do a lot of single safety uh, high. So that means they're crowding the box. And if they're crowding the box, that's a different look for Tony Pollard. I mean, he's yeah. that's a smaller window. And I think that's where Zeke thrives. Does Malik Davis thrive in that situation? That's where I think that, you know, there may be a difference in this game. It could go – that's why I don't want to look ahead for anything because I know that Green Bay is going to be thinking, oh, Zeke going to be out. Tony – we got – come on, man. We got a 209-pound running back. We're going to crowd this box and see what they want. Try to off on him. Come on. You make a huge point right there because when he went against Chicago and that Flus – that Eberflus defense – they're cover two shell. You're yeah. right. Their safeties are out of the box. So you're only dealing with, you know, a seven-man box in there. That offensive line performs well. And we saw what Tony Pollard was able to do. But when you got a team defense that runs that single high, brings that safety down into the box, it makes things real sticky. And you got to be able to plow through a couple cats. So we're going to see what Mike Davis, what, you know, Tony Pollard will be able to do if Zeke's not able to go. And we'll see if he can be that guy. This is beauty of being a head coach, man, having to make these kind of decisions here. And where do you, where do you uh, get your football team to? Also, I mean, I can't emphasize this enough. That man wants to get that dub. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he wants to. I mean, when he was at the press talk conference saying, hey, look, I don't recommend anybody stay in town when you've been fired. <laughs> he just talked about it. Was, I mean, think about it. You go to the grocery store, everybody knows you. Yeah. yeah. And now it's different. Now everybody's looking at you different because, you know, they, they blamed him. That's basically they blamed him. And I had asked the question, too. Like, so, how'd it make you feel? They put it on you, and then they won 13 games. With your team. For, mm. for the next three years. Mm. Basically, they proved, yeah, you were the issue. So, um, he, he gave us some good candid stuff here. But believe me, that man wants to go and get a win. You got 10 people who are staffers up there. They're going back here. You don't want to leave there losing. Man. And they've lost five straight. You don't want to be the one that got they, – they finally got off the schneid on you. <laughs> See, we Started. told you he wasn't no good. See, we told you, told you we got rid of himself. Yeah, Oof. yeah, I didn't think about that side. Oof. No, they, they look for personal reasons. Mike McCarthy wants to rub it in their face, and he goes into Green Bay with the bona fide contender. I, from what we've seen defensively, this defense can go and go in there and single handedly take over this game, and that could be it. You know, Cavante Turpin. Can, you know, he get hot. Ah, look, you lead me into the next. Did I leave you? Because ah, juicy, okay. Defense travels. Let's get into that. Our old friend Rich Basaccia is now the special oh, Basaccia, Basaccia, Basaccia. Oh, Green Bay Packers, and that's an area where they've had some issues. Let's dive into that end with Heckma Harris and Barry Church of New Scrubs. This play is brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. 
Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get your holiday photo with Santa at the Star presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension from November 18th through December 24th. Book your visit before December 2nd, and save $5 with code STAR5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. Santa Claus! Ho, mm. ho, Santa Claus! Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Santa Claus! I a little hesitation as you started reading that one. What you mean? I just felt a little hesitation. No hesitation at all. Okay. I'm just, I'm hype about Santa Claus. What are you okay. talking about? That's, that's my, might have been, been, he- been a hesitation. Yeah, what are you talking about? Got my tree up okay. in there. Hesitation. Yeah, I went to my house and I just looked around. It was hot yesterday, okay? Church was hot. I was like, man, let me go put on some shorts. I look up, I see these people with Christmas wreaths. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to get it in the spirit, bro. That's what it is. Okay. Got to get it going. Are you the only person on your street that's loaded up? Like yes, that? I am. And I don't care. I'm not looking. I'm in the spirit. You know? We're ready to get this thing cracking. 
Santa Claus is going to be here at the start, man. We're going to get our picture with Santa and everything. Okay. What you talking about? By the way, uh, news coming in here. Josh, uh, Josh Allen is day-to-day with an elbow. Did not participate in Wednesday's practice with the Bills. Bills hosting Minnesota. Uh, this Sunday, we keep talking about the importance of that Minnesota game before they get ready to face the Cowboys. So in two weeks, that game is there. You sound mm. like Minnesota, your other boys too. You really, yeah, you know, you got mm. that Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins with the with the chains on, five chain Kirk. You go look, you go look at the standings, and people are talking about, you know, when they're ranking their teams, they've got Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have Minnesota ahead of the Cowboys. You like them, huh? And they're doing it based on the record. Yeah, yeah. I have zero confidence in Kirk Cousins. Man. I'm not a Kirk Cousins. Now, I'll, Kirk Cousins, I'll always thank Kirk because I picked him up in the fantasy league a couple years ago. Dude, what my first title? Ain't nothing like winning that first fantasy title in the league you win because you get to talk all the noise in the world. That's your man. Yeah, so I appreciate it for that, but that was it. I, <laughs> man, I was that watching, was it. I was watching <laughs> okay, TV today. Oh, hey, man. watching TV today, man. I saw BC on TV, man, uh, with Kirk Cousin threw you one in the end zone. Oh, <laughs> threw you one in the yeah. ah. You I like that? Appreciate ah. that? You like that? You like that? that Kirk. But what took a knee and everything? That's high IQ, I always, man. I always regret that, though, man. I Why? You should have trusted my speed. And you know what? I should have just got out of there. I, I could have just won the game myself. That's situational awareness. It was. Dog. I was you know, situational awareness. That's what kept me in the league just up top. You know that? See what I'm talking about? That brain power. That brain power. You hit that knee, hit that knee was like, ah. <laughs> man, what's his name? P- Pierre Garçon, I think. Pierre Garçon, man. man. he was hot. Was he? Susie tagged me. This is what we pay for every time. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I'll go to my side over <laughs> here. Like, sounds like this. Sucks to be you. It's like you guys got something to work out there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Good times, good times. Ekman Harrison, Barry Church. I'm New Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Danny McCray is uh, on assignment. So, Michael Parsons, who I, I said to, uh, I said on my TV show uh, last week, deserves to be in the MVP conversation. Everyone is talking about the Cowboys as a top five team in the National Football League. You had your franchise quarterback, forty million dollar man, miss five games. His team stayed afloat, and the defense was winning the games mm-hmm. for this team. And that's because of number eleven. I know it's a quarterback award. But if you're not talking about Micah Parsons and his impact here on a team that many people think is a top five team in this league, top three for some people, you're not doing your job. Yeah, so, America, I just want to say that, you know, in our group text, I've been saying for the last two months that when we're going to start having this conversation. So I appreciate you saying it on your show, dog, but come on now. Come on now. Give me me mine right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bazooka. Bazooka. I'm just saying, Nui. I've I've been saying it, you know. And, and and you know what they say. You know what they say. Oh, heck, my boy, he love them Cowboys. But, yes, the big briefcase, the bazooka, my man, I'm telling you, it, it's his impact on this defense. And right now, Green Bay is sitting up there wondering, where is he going to be? Yeah. Batiari is asking himself, where <laughs> is he going to be? He is affecting game plans, dog. And, and Everybody else on the defense is winning because of that matchup nightmare. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, the rest of the season, when you talk about these games, when you t- Minnesota, man, Minnesota scared as hell. <laughs> Wake up, New it. Minnesota scared as hell. <laughs> Heck, they might be up. They might be up seven right off the plane, right? Hey, they got twenty right off the plane. They're I ain't seven. They're nah, off the plane. Yeah, man. Look, I. You see it. 
You see it? Mm. Micah is, is, I mean, for a guy who, and let's be honest, man, when they talked about him in the draft, you and I were not, we were not, nah, nah. we were not. You we know were, who I wanted. We, was, we were you all know, about the cornerback. Let's man. get that guy we were, in Denver. We were all about Sir Patrick Sertan. That's all we wanted. Don't yep. surprise me. Yep, we were all about mm-hmm. Patrick Sertan. Who, who, by the way, is a doggone good football player. Oh, yeah, he's balling. Okay? He's, he's a good, good football player. Um, but remember, Micah didn't play. Heck, he didn't play that year. He sat yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, your memories – were of Micah Parsons against Memphis in the Cotton Bowl. That was the last last game he played. Um, and he I, dominated. No, <laughs> he went crazy. Brad, Brad Sham was, you know, he went crazy. He, yes, he yes he did. It's like man, he's pretty good. Um, but at the time, you, the the thought process, he's a linebacker. People weren't thinking of him as a weapon. You weren't thinking of him as a junior sale, kind of like mm-hmm. hey, this guy about to get but, get after. But no, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. Like, when did the light come on? When did you, when you was looking at something? You was like, oh, that's MVP level. Like, forget the quarterback defensive. You talk about of the league. You was talking about the MVP award being a quarterback award, and you got Micah in that stratosphere. When did that conversation start happening in your head? Well, about the. Third win for Cooper Rush. Wow. Yeah. When you just looked up there like, you know, no offense, Cooper. They, they, they're they winning the game. Right. They're winning the games mm-hmm. for you. And I don't know if you guys are big hockey fans or not, but they always talk about you get a hot goaltender in the playoffs, you, you can ride this thing to the cup. You know, that that defense matters that much in hockey, and that's what you're seeing from Michael Parker. He's like a great goalie. It doesn't matter how many shots you take. This guy's keeping you in the game. Yeah. And as long as he's keeping them out, you know, you're, he's – it's to me, what I'm watching here, and it, Heck and I are old enough to remember watching Lawrence Taylor. We watched yeah. these games, okay? We, yeah, we watched – I always remember the Monday night game. Oh, oh, shh, Joe Thibodeau. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. It was yeah, nasty. I mean, yeah, well, well, you know, yeah. I remember the, the San Francisco about to go three-peat team, and it's LT. I mean, so – when he was first drafted, I asked Will McClay, could he be a Pat Swilling? Because I wouldn't, I, I don't give anybody the LT thing. It's like LT, Joe Green, these are like separate categories, like, like stop. Mm-hmm. Like it's them. And everybody else. And then, like, they have a hotel, and you all, you all don't even get to stay in the hotel. Y'all, you can build around you, you know? It's like, that a Bellagio, you all can be Caesars. But they, the Bellagio, they're just different players. Yeah. And, and Micah Parsons is flashing and showing you. The LT type of stuff where LT was like winning games on its own. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. He is that kind of type of talent. That's what's one, that's why I put him in that, that kind of category. Like, this guy's changed the game. The Lions game. Dude's running in for it. And I hate to be in the film study, man. You got caught like that. Yeah. Hey, man. What? You got caught. Like, not only did yeah, catch walked. you. You don't get the touchdown, you get the one, then we fumble. It's a whole different game. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different – that's what you – know, LT was doing stuff like that, man. Yeah. Shh, shh, game changer. You you literally it's, – it's a shame. It really is a shame. And I'd hate to be a, a GM. we got to go talk to his owner. Say, why didn't we take Parsons? What was that? <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't play you know, that year. It was a COVID year. year. Right? You better blame say. it on COVID. That's what they're say. You, you, you can blame it on COVID. Blame it. You know, he wasn't that good that COVID year till the end. I mean, I, I'd come up with a whole like, Really? Because I mean, you, know, you, you know owners want to know. I mean, Man. why? <laughs> My boy Stan Van Gundy got fired with Detroit because, you know, he passed on Donovan Mitchell, took Luke Kennard from mm. Duke. Like, Mistakes were made. Right, right. I mean, that's and the kind of thing. hate to see it. <laughs> then Rick, Rick Cho, who was with Charlotte, he took he took Malik Monk Ouch. instead of taking Donovan Mitchell. You know, you had Rick Cho, Michael Jordan fired him. I mean, mm. dude, you start you start missing on good play, like, like Generational different, right, difference-making players, you get fired. 
Now, the, and the hard the hard thing for me, like you, you talk about a guy like Lawrence Taylor. I I'm I even back away from that comparison because of how good he was for as long as he was. Well, like he didn't just have one. And, and, and to be fair to Michael, this is his second year, right? He was the, the the play that you're talking about versus San Francisco. Maybe that was his seventh year, eighth year that that he was that dude. Like guys, like to me, I think he has so much longer to go before we even put him there. He's doing things that makes it automatic. But my my direct comparison for him is always been Derek Thomas okay. from Alabama. It's it's well, always and you talk about dog, dog <laughs> gone too soon. Love number fifty. And I, I, I bring <laughs> up LT soon. because that's. A guy who has won the MVP. Yes, indeed. Mm. As as a defender, Defensive who's won, and, and that's you need to you know. In, in order for you to win that kind, you have to play like that. That's crazy consistency. That's what you have to do. Yeah. As much as I love Derek Thomas and watch Derek Thomas, remember going to Thanksgiving and asking my dad, "Can we go to the game?" It was Auburn, Alabama. I was like, "No, son, that game sold out." But wanting to go see Derek Thomas, Cornelius <laughs> Bennett, Nicole Biscuit, Wait. yes, yeah, oh, oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I asked to go to that game too, son. Those games. I ask every year we go to go to Birmingham for Thanksgiving. No, son, that game sold out. Uh, <laughs> but that's what you have to be. In order to win the nope. NFL MVP nope. as a defender, you have to play at a Lawrence Taylor title. Yeah, it was, man. It's like, baby, go, go on, go on now. No. Was this side. too old, man? Yeah. No. No. Oh, well, none of that. <laughs> now, nah, but this defense has to be galvanized behind that kind of effort. Um, and that's what I think makes this next nine games so like exciting as a Cowboy fan because you don't know what this defense is going to do next. Like, Guys like Trayvon Diggs, like right now he's at three, should have four. Man, but he's in a stratosphere because of this pass rush that I think we hadn't seen since the likes of Everson Walls, you know, yeah. of being able to get turnovers. I mean, I know y'all is, you know. We, your, boy, your boy Chauncey Golson took one away from him. Yeah. But what's the locker room like after that? I mean, what's, what's it really like? Well, in I ain't going to lie. Man. I remember when B. Carr took a pick from me. Like, I had it intercepted breeze. We in New Orleans. I'm getting up hype. Yeah, yeah. Look around. There goes the yellow flag right there. Holding on Brandon Carr. He, he comes over to me, my bad, Church, my bad, but man, I'm still sick about that. And I was at his stats right there. That go. No, that was back in wow. 20, Talk about holding grudge. That was 2015. That's a seven year old grudge. I was sick. Watch BC. <laughs> Chauncey didn't even have, you know, it's like Cha- Chauncey. I was, you, you know, you know, you got to, you got to, got to slide around him. He, he came in there a little clumsy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, did. He did. <laughs> he did. So you got to pick, yeah, I can never, got to, uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you just, damn. But that play, also I want to go back to the the touchdown by Michael Parsons. What an athletic play that Mm. was. Just for him to get up, the speed. Smart enough. The sm- I mean, mm. Justin Fields, you got to do better. Yeah. And ended the game. <laughs> you know, and ended the game. You got to do better. You got to do better, BC. But what a, I mean, that, that was an athletic play from a linebacker. That's mm-hmm. so we talk about him as a pass rusher and everything that he means to this defense. But when you see a guy, man, it's been since like Charles Woodson, that you like a defensive player that you're like, oh my God. Like, this dude mm-hmm. is different, different. And I don't even know what he could have been like had he played at Penn State, you know, in that COVID season. But, man, he's just a special he would, guy. He wouldn't have fallen to 12 where – That's for – that's for jog on sure. Two teams traded up to not take him. Mm. Chicago, Philadelphia. Mm. Glad Philly didn't take like, him. Thank the Lord. Mm. Like I said, man. <laughs> thank God. GMs in the heavens with real questions. For so why did we? Why did we? What did you see here? What, what made? They you got Devonte Smith. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Carolina, the Slim Reaper, Carolina's coach who took That's a J.C. Cold Horn. Nickname. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Carolina's coach who took J.C. Horn in the first round, he go. He go. Yeah, he go. He, he hurt. Go. Yeah. He go. All right, uh, let's pick up tomorrow on the special teams. Had a conversation with C.J. Uh, Wait, Goodwin and you interview C.J.? Yeah. Okay. Third time this year. Hey. You giving love, but you, that's showing Let's love, go. though. That's Let's showing go. love. And You're going out of your way to show love right now. And Luke Gifford. And Luke. Luke got some love to man. I tell you what. Man. Second time I've interviewed Luke. It's going to be a good day, man. It's going right. to be a good right. day. Hey, Heckman Harris and Barry Church. I'm yes, New We'll do it tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Time and uh, top of the hour. Media Mash with me and other Cowboy insiders. So we'll tell you exactly what was said in the locker room earlier today. Right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?